Hello, and welcome to the Cheers Mama podcast. My name is Katie. I am a mom, a wife, a coach, and a full-time working woman in this world. And I am so passionate about helping working moms reconnect with themselves and reclaim their energy. On this podcast, we're all about the real talk. We're going to share the challenges and the joys of working mamahood, open up the conversation, and share the stories of the great work that women are doing in this world. So buckle up, grab your favorite beverage, and join us for the conversation. I am so happy you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Cheers Mama podcast. I am coming in here from the car on a rainy day, so you may hear the windshield wipers. Um, and I'm, I'm practicing what I preach and what I'm going to talk about today I'm going to talk about integration. This is something that has been on my mind for a long time. And, you know, you may, you may hear the word balance. You may hear harmony. And I do talk about harmony a lot. If you're in our Cheers Mama membership or community, you know, I love to pretend like I'm playing the piano keys and talking about harmony and how you can't play every note at the same time, but you can find a harmony in life in different seasons. Um, And I truly believe that's true, that the both and can exist in working mamahood, in um, having hobbies and living out your passions. Like I truly believe it is available for us. I don't believe that it's easy and that it just happens. I do believe that we need to do the work and show up for our own selves consistently to be able to find it, to be able to acknowledge it. Some of us are already living in a harmony and not giving ourselves credit. (laughs) We're not allowing ourselves to even feel it. Um, But recently, the word integration hit me one day. It was one of those days, kind of like today, where, you know, I'm I'm coming in here and I'm I'm doing what I can. I'm showing up how I can, whether it's getting this podcast together and getting my thoughts out in the only time and space that I've had available recently due to sick kids, due to all sorts of different various factors, um, but coming in in the car, right? Because that's a time and a place where all the thoughts are like overflowing out of my brain and I want to just just say the things to you. And so here I am. I am integrating my life with what I want to say, with my passions, with you know getting this podcast and these words and this message out to you. And so, yeah, I had, I had the idea recently, um, the word integration like bunked me on the head as I got in my car on a day where I was doing all the things. I'm a multi-passionate women, woman, like many of you. And I had a, a full abundant, as I like to say, but really, you know, busy day of of kids stuff, of work stuff, of events, of going multiple places, seeing the people, you know, getting, being available and actually taking a break for myself to, to listen to something, to pump myself up. I felt pretty productive, but I also felt like, you know, for for the things that my kids needed me for, that I was available for. And the day had, you know, was about, you know, the workday was over and I got in my car and I was like, wow, I feel so amazing. And 
then the word came to me and it was like, yeah, because this is a a quote unquote productive day. Yes, but productive to me in this season means that I was able to feel my life fully, that I was able to, to live, to be myself and, and get things done, but show up in a way that was fun for me, that was fulfilling for me, that, um, brought me joy. And, and that includes work too. I really, really like my job and all the messages I see out there, like quit your job and, you know, be an entrepreneur and that's cool. And I also, you know, have a business too that I'm building around community, but it really is about, it's okay to like your job and to feel really good when you get something done for your work. But then also being a working ambitious mom or caregiver and feeling pulled in so many different directions to be able to do the things for your kids. So I truly believe that life is meant to be fun and challenging and also like a kaleidoscope of all the different versions of you where you can show up and and truly be yourself, right? It's not about what we do, it's about who we be. And so when you get in your car at the end of the workday and you're like, wow, I feel X, Y, Z. If you feel really good, think about, like, take a minute. Like, why do I feel so good? How did I, how, how am I feeling all of this energy right now? When you get a burst of energy, what is the, what is the cause of that? What's like feeding that energy? Cause that's going to give you a big clue about you and who, and who you are and your identity. Um, and, and you know, the type of person that you are. And so all of these are things that I do when I work with clients one-on-one to help them kind of, you know, refine themselves and reclaim their energy. But it's something you can do at the end of the day when you get in your car um, or when you arrive to work or when you, you know, sit at your desk for the first time or you sit down after the kids go to bed. Like there are so many different points in our day that we can acknowledge and assess. And for me, a big one is the end of the work day when I feel really, really good. And so... The pattern that I've noticed is the days that I feel really, really good are days when I've kind of done a little bit of everything. I've done it all, right? I've um, been able to, to to check off those things in my brain on my ta-da list, right? Talk about ta-da list and celebrating the big and the small things. It's when I did take the time to make the phone call to make the appointment, but also got the work project done, but also took time for myself. You know, like whatever it is for you, putting those, it's like putting a puzzle piece together. That is you or putting a puzzle together. That is you. All the pieces fit. And then that makes the whole of you. And that's, that's how I imagine integration to be. And so I did hear something at some point, And I want to say, maybe this was from Liz Gilbert and I will try to find it. I love me some Liz Gilbert. She said something like, are you an integrator or you was something else. But all I heard was integrator and I was like, yes, I am an integrator and I want to continue my life as an integrator in so many different ways. We are sold and told to not integrate our work life and our kids life, you know, and our family life all together to keep it separately. And in this, in this next generation, you know, this is recorded at the end of 2023 you know, we've been through so much. Integration is the way. 
So I led a talk once at a company. It was actually a really awesome opportunity. I led a talk once for uh, executives, for and for executives and managers. And you know, the talk wasn't about work-life balance, but it kind of was a little bit. I talked a lot about integration. So isn't it so funny? Sometimes you can connect the dots looking back, but like at the time, it was like this is what is important to talk about. And I talked about a lot about calendars and you know, looking at your calendar is, is seeing your priorities. What are your priorities? And if you have your work stuff and your personal stuff totally separate, which obviously if you want to be private in your company, you want to try to do, but if you don't have those, those items, those appointments, those important things on your work calendar, for instance, or vice versa, you're going to miss something, right? And that's how it happens. We all miss something. It happens. But so I now use my work calendar and you can do this however you want. You can share calendars to different places and there's apps that do things like that. But I have my work calendar and everything goes on it. And so I also put tasks on my calendar and I'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, when my kids need to be picked up, even if it's not me picking them up, it's on my calendar as a reminder. And you can do this however you, you need to. The doctor's appointments, it all goes on the work calendar because here's the thing. I got a lot of different offices and places and things I, I want to do and I get to do. And if it's not on my work calendar, I will confirm a meeting or confirm plans about something. And and my personal stuff is not on there. I once planned an entire company corporate event for a weekend that I was out of town. And that was a, one of those moments where I was like, well, duh, if it was on my calendar, on my work calendar, I wouldn't have done that. And so from now on, I put everything in one calendar and one space. I like to color code it. It just helps me kind of see, you know, what's what. But that's integration. That is integration in a in a in a visual and technical form, right? There are so many other different ways to do it, but that's what I gave this talk about at this company. And I, and I talked a lot about putting space in your calendar and blocking time, especially for managers and leaders, because when you're going from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, there is no time to, to take action, to activate. Um, and I, I love being with people. I don't mind meetings. I think meetings are great. I think a lot of things get done in specific meetings when the right questions are asked and we can move forward instead of sending a ton of emails and kind of getting some, you know, not clear answers. I love, I love a good meeting for that. However, you need space in between the meetings to get stuff done. I feel the same way about motherhood and just work in general, making plans on the weekend. The weekends are for family and for life and work is for the week, but also that's not, that's not the only, like, that's not, I don't want to say that's not right, but like, that's feels sad to me that the only time for my family is the evening and the weekend. And the only time for work is, you know, during work hours. And I'm not saying like it should, you should work all weekend or you should leave work in the middle of the day and like go do stuff with your family unless you take off. And that's great. Do that. But like, it's, it's an integration. It's allowing yourself to touch across the day with the touch base with the different parts of you, with the different um, versions of you, with the things that bring you joy, because you can sit at your desk all day and work on an Excel spreadsheet and that's not something I would want to do. But, but what if you integrate an exciting call with your mentor or coach during your lunch break, or you get outside and take a walk or yes, you know, you need to make those appointments, but maybe you do it in a way where you're walking at the same time. Like there are ways to integrate, to fit in this season of your life 
And so here's the question probably coming up, right? Because I get this question a lot. I can't make time. I'm so busy. I'm already so busy. I can't put space on my calendar. The meetings are scheduled back to back. It's a, it's a learning process. It takes time. It also takes setting boundaries and going in and, and pre-scheduling, you know, space on your calendar. And if someone wants to book a, a back-to-back meeting with you, they have to say, they have to ask. They have to say, hey, your calendar looks busy. Is there any way you can, you know, can you do this meeting at 2 o'clock? And you can say, I'm available at 2.30. You know, like you don't have to give, you don't have to always give the response of like, oh, that was my, I put calendar, I, you know, I put this time on my calendar because I need space for myself. Although we should be saying that and, and, and managers and, and our team should value that. But I don't know. I feel like it does take time. And like anything, it takes trying something out and seeing if it works. Sometimes it works the first time and you're like, yay, I found a new system. I found a way to, to create more time in my day to integrate And that's amazing and I'm getting stuff done and I'm feeling fulfilled and I'm feeling inspired, especially if you're a creative. I can't go to work all day and force myself to be creative. I have to start the process in the morning, which is why I get up, which is why I read things, which is why I, you know, move my body, which is why in the middle of the day I feel the best on days where I'm going different places or, you know, stopping the Excel spreadsheet, closing the Excel spreadsheet and and moving boxes around however you need to do it, make it work for you so you can keep, you know, keep um, touching base with your energy and keep reviving your energy. That's integration. I'd love for you to think about your calendar for a minute and, and think about if you color coded all the things that you do for work that are on your calendar that have to be done at this time, certain times, or were done at certain times, and then putting in time when you're with your kids, time when you're with your partner, um, time where you're working on something creative or reading or sleeping or whatever, not maybe not sleeping, but just resting. And then I want you to think about the time, let's color code in bright yellow, the time that you have for just you, the space on your calendar where you don't have to be anywhere, where you're taking a minute, where like, is that time even on your calendar or is it back to back meetings all day long? And when I say meetings, I mean like, yes, physical meetings, but also back to back tasks all day long back-to-back work, back-to-back motherhood and caregiving, you've got to make some space in there for you. And I promise you, I promise you it is possible. And sometimes you can go at it on your own and you can try and you can figure out how to do it. However, it can be really discouraging when you try things and you fail and you try things and you fail. And, and it could be a little tiny failure. Like, ah, oh, that didn't work perfectly the way that I thought it was going to go, but it was close. But still, we consider it a failure. I know we do this because I do the same thing. I love working with a coach or a mentor or being part of a community where I can share what I'm doing as I'm going, whether it's working, whether it's not working. And I'm cheered on and supported along the way. A coach or a mentor or even a, a community as a whole can help you reimagine the possibilities. I will never forget the call, the call I had with my coach where I used to go to the gym. I used to love, I called myself a gym rat. I loved going to the gym. I was very specific about my gyms I went to. Had to be, like I toured a bunch of gyms and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to this gym. I used to teach at gyms. I used to teach spin class, like all the different things. So I had certain criteria for gyms that I would belong to. Obviously they need to be convenient and, and cost efficient and things like that or cost worthy. Um, 
I found a gym that I absolutely loved. I was going to 5 a.m. classes, and we even started a 4.30 a.m. run club before. Like, I found these people that were willing to do this. It was great. It was so much fun. I went there for three or four years. It was awesome. And I'll never... My husband's job changed, and then he had to go to work really early in the morning. And I remember he came home and said, hey, I'm getting a promotion. Super excited. Yay, yay, yay. And he said, yeah, but there's one one problem. I need to leave for work at like five in the morning and you're not gonna be able to go to the gym class that you go to. And it was like kind of devastating to me if I'm being really honest because I had this like, this was my time. This was how I was doing this. I had this community. I had friends that I was making. Like we had this bond, you know, and it was awesome. I was out of the house. The kids weren't waking up. Um, This is part of my story. Actually, I don't tell a lot because I had a season where I tried to work out when my kids are really little and then I ended up, going to a leaving the house at 5 a.m. and that kind of worked out for me for a long time and occasionally they still get up now but that was like a transition period into working out at home I never thought I'd be an at-home workout person and I'll, so going back to my coach I had this conversation with my coach at the time and I was like this is just devastating like I don't know what I'm gonna do like this you know oh my I'm not gonna stop working out and it's gonna be detrimental for my mental health and my physical health and da 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 and she was like why don't you just try some different things and so we sat on the phone or on the zoom and we talked about all the different possibilities when else could I go to that gym was there another gym close to my work you know what were my options could I go on my lunch break like all the different things and or or and or could I work out at home at the same time? I was already getting up at five. Like, could I work out at home? And so I tried all the things. And let me tell you, I failed at a bunch of things. I tried going to the gym at different times. I blocked my calendar. So that's what we're talking about. Like trying things with your calendar, right? doesn't always work out. But I blocked my calendar and I swear for like a whole week. I mean, I was crying like every day for a full week because it just was not working. I was so frustrated. And anyway, at the very end of it, I was like, maybe I'll give this working out in my basement thing a try and I'll like get a, you know, online workout subscription and try that because I need something like a guidance, you know, and or else I, who knows what I'd be doing. I'd probably be doing laundry instead of working out in the morning. And I tried it and I gave myself a week and I loved it. It was great. Now, look, my kids sometimes got up and my kids sometimes still get up. And my son's in this kick right now where he's writing me notes the night before bed and he wants, and they say, you know, wake, wake him up in the morning and it's super cute. I don't want to wake him up because it's my time, but I am, uh, not every day, but some days waking him up and it's super cute. And he gets to watch TV cause he's nine now while I work out. My workout's different when he's awake. I can't do the same things cause you know, he needs things and I want to be able to like watch him. But anyway, I tried a lot of things and I failed. And so I, then I figured out the way to integrate my movement practice, my reading practice, my, you know, revving up my energy and creativity practice by trying a lot of things. So integration doesn't necessarily come easy, but once you start to get it, once you start to get in a consistent flow, and if you have a community and of course a mentor or a coach along the way to just help cheer you on along along the way because you're gonna have times where you fall down on your face I feel like it does make the process easier although it's not necessary right so going back to integration there are so many types of working mom roles and caregiver roles so you know not everything I say is a is a one-size-fits-all and I know you know that but when we're multi-passionate people in the world 
we get excited about learning new things and doing different things. And just think about your day as a kaleidoscope, right? Like going back to that kaleidoscope idea. Um, I think we're going to have to have kaleidoscopes at our next retreat like this. I just love, I love the idea of a kaleidoscope and letting it turn and seeing all the beautiful colors. If you can lay your head down at the end of the day on the pillow and say to yourself, like I lived today, I, you know, did X, Y, and Z. And it's not about your to-do list, but like, but like how you showed up in the world. And I was fully myself or fully this many versions of myself, you know, thinking of that kaleidoscope and seeing and living life in color like that, that is what's really exciting. I saw a a quote on social media the other day and I actually shared it in my stories. And then like two seconds later, I was like, oh, let me go back and unshare this because no, I don't believe that anymore. And I'm just going to get a little bolder here if you guys don't mind because it just it's time, right? It's time. That's why I have a podcast. It's my word for the year. But I see a lot of posts and a lot of things for moms. And you try to be gentle with moms, right? Because like we it's hard. Like it's challenging. Life is challenging as a mom, especially a working mom, especially an ambitious working mom, but also like first world problems too, right? Like so I taught my kids the first world problems uh, saying the other day and I instantly regret it. <laughs> but but I saw this post and it was something about like, you know, you, if, if you're a working mom, you can either be like a really good like parent that day or you can be a really good employee that day, you know, or whatever, getting your work done and like not to set our expectations too high to have both. Because, you know, for if we're trying to just like achieve that balance in life. It's just like, we're gonna, it's, it's gonna be too hard. It's gonna, we're gonna, you know, cut ourselves down. And I shared this and it was very beautiful quote and it said it much beautifully, more beautifully than I just said it, but I shared it. And then I was like, no, 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 no. I I actually don't believe that anymore. I do believe that integration is what we should aim for. That being a little bit of both, doing a little bit of both, living in And acknowledging and celebrating the both and as working moms and caregivers is where it's at, you know? That's the spicier life that I want to live. That's the exciting life that at the end of the day when I put my head on the pillow that I'm like, yeah, that's good. Because here's the thing, the type of people that we are, and I am a geriatric millennial, so I was born, you know, well, 1984, I'll be 40 next this coming year. So I grew up in the millennial time where we were told that we could do anything. I know I was told by my mom, I could do anything that I wanted to do, right? But also we're in the sandwich generation where that's not always modeled for us. And there was a path that was kind of the right path that was not for everybody, but for most people, that right path to follow. And we are multi-passionate women who have all of these things that we want to do or never did. um, And all these ideas that are just swirling. And especially now that I'm about to hit 40, I'm like, here we go. Like, this is the most exciting time right now because I'm going to freaking do these things and I'm not going to let myself be held back by 
a victim mentality that somebody else set for me. I'm going to do it in a way that still holds up my integrity for the job that I like and truly enjoy for my family and how I need to be there for my family and want to be there for my family for all the things, but also for myself. And I truly, truly believe that all can exist and it should be the norm for these things to exist. For all of us to be able to believe in ourselves fully and stop cutting ourselves down because we're moms, because we're caregivers. We are whole people in this world and we deserve to be able to show up each day in our wholeness. And so getting a little little spicy here with you, right? Because that's what we're talking about in our community. That's what we're talking about when we go through our identity practice in, in our uh, one-on-one coaching container. That's what we're talking about in our retreats, like really, truly connecting back to ourselves as the whole of ourselves. We're not here to talk about, you know, quitting our jobs and starting businesses. That's cool if that's what you want to do. And maybe when you discover, rediscover who you are, that's something you want to do. Awesome. But we're here to talk about integrating in the jobs that we have, in the caregiving roles that we have, and in the life that we have right now, whether you have a partner or not in this season, to work with them, to hold boundaries, to communicate better together. That's what we're talking about. And it gets me so freaking fired up. But I do believe that it takes that, that spark, that excitement to start doing a little bit for you to start taking your lunch breaks if you're not taking them, to start getting up a little bit earlier. You don't have to do it all, but pick one thing where you're taking a little time for yourself and getting yourself revved up, working that muscle to tap into the wholeness of you, to the true you. I'll end here with something I heard my current coach say the other day. And let me just also say, I am in a coaching community and working with a mentor right now who I'm gonna be working with for a long time. This community just outside of my community that I'm building is just a bunch of people like me, right? Like doing, doing the thing, multi-passionate women who have kids and some not kids, but we're caregivers in so many ways. And I know I found the right community because I can have a certain type of conversation with these people and they get me and they hold and support me and cheer me on. So that's important for looking for a community. Maybe our Cheers Mama community could be that for you. Maybe you're already in our Cheers Mama community um, and you know that is for you. So I always wanna encourage you to to find that community that you click with. Give it a bit of a try because it's taken me a little while to like get in the relationships with this community. But I'm working with my coach and she said something on a group call the other day and I thought this was so great. She's reading a book and I don't remember who it's from, but she said something to the effect of Kent, Clark Kent and Superman. Everyone thinks that Superman is the um, is the disguise of Clark Kent, but really, the actual person is the Superman persona. Superman is Superman, and Clark Kent is the version of him in disguise. And I thought that was so wonderful as I'm reminding you to step into the full version of yourself to integrate in your day-to-day. Oh, I hope that inspires you today. I'd love to know how you're integrating if you're already doing it and how you're acknowledging in your life. Cheers, mama. Thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of this conversation today, whether it pumped you up or made you think a little bit. 
And if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe so that you are one of the first to know when a new Cheers Mama podcast episode comes out. We have some amazing working mama interviews coming up that you won't want to miss. And if you want to go the extra mile, I really appreciate it if you would write a review. I would love to hear from you. And it also helps this podcast grow, which would be really amazing. Thank you for your time. Have a fabulous day. Cheers, mama. Cheers, mama.